there are events that test our mettle and our resolve. As we move through this crisis, how are we coping, adapting, fighting on? Join us for local stories of perseverance, creativity, and contributing to community as we showcase Detroit area leaders who share their thoughts and stories and discuss how they and their organizations are managing adversity and serving others. Welcome to Michigan Motors Forward and Metro Detroiters who are pivoting, evolving, and moving ahead. Welcome to Michigan Motors Forward, I'm John Gay. These past six months have been a learning experience for so many of us. We've had to be educated on mask wearing, virtual meetings and events, and of course, social distancing. But for those living with cystic fibrosis, the idea of having to stay several feet apart from a fellow patient is nothing new. And the idea of virtual communities has been a godsend. Today, I'm joined by Laura Bonnell, Executive Director of the Bonnell Foundation. It's an organization she started after the disease hit her own home twice. Both of Laura's daughters have CF, and her annual Night of Hope event this month will be virtual. Laura, thanks so much for being part of Michigan Motors Forward. Thanks for having me, John. Thank you. So if you could explain cystic fibrosis and why the CF community was social distancing before that term even existed. Well, cystic fibrosis is a genetic disease that causes chronic and fatal lung infections and interferes with digestion. And today there is no cure. There are medicines on the way that are helping to change the underlying condition of cystic fibrosis. But right now, if you are born with CF, the average life expectancy is age 47. So there's no cure yet, but a lot of good medications out there. So why is it that CF patients have had to keep their distance from each other? Can you explain that piece of it? Yeah, there is a bacteria in the lungs of CF patients that only affect other CF patients. And if you have one of the really bad ones that could kill you, which is B. Cepatia and MAC and some other things, you can't get in the same room with someone else who has CF. And I'll tell you quickly a story that demonstrates exactly what we're dealing with right now in this pandemic and how much social distancing and masking works. Years ago, probably 30 years ago, they were having camps where people with cystic fibrosis were getting together because they thought, oh, this was a great thing. All the kids can relate. They can do their treatments. Mm -hmm. But what they discovered was that this bacteria in the lungs, like somebody would have the deadly bacteria and another person wouldn't, but they didn't realize it. Oh. So they were literally contaminating each other unknowingly and it was killing this whole population. Mm. So what the doctors decided was six feet apart, and masking, and really that people with CF could call each other on the phone or be outdoors masked and six feet apart, but they really had to be careful. And what happened was no one was getting sick from each other because of the masking and social distancing. It's huh. just a beautiful example of how we can stop COVID now, just our new normal of being smart and masking and social distancing. It really is something to behold, the parallels between what this community has been dealing with for decades and what the rest of us have now been learning, kind of drinking from the fire hose in terms of the knowledge and learning all the different things so far in 2020. And it seems like a lot of the knowledge that's been learned in the CF community has now been applied to the rest of us, like you said, as it relates to COVID. Right. Uh, we're definitely experts in this. And as a matter of fact, March, April, and May were the healthiest months for people with cystic fibrosis because they weren't exposed to anyone's germs, not a cold. The University of Michigan had no one admitted with CF wow. because they just weren't in the general population and still aren't. As a matter of fact, uh, the CF community 
has a lockdown until September 30th based on the advice of their doctors. I also think that if we masked up and followed the social distancing, not only would there not be a surge of COVID in these upcoming months, but people wouldn't be getting the flu. People won't be getting colds. We really will be a much healthier community all the way around. The science behind it is really interesting. So in a way, the CF community has benefited from, like you said, the rest of the population massing up. But I've got to imagine running this foundation, like so many other organizations, you've had challenges in 2020 with regard to the pandemic. How has that changed the last several months for you? We have had challenges. We've had to cancel three events because we couldn't, um, with any sort of conscious, you know, even consider getting people together. That just obviously wasn't going to happen. So we did cancel three events and then decided we would have to go virtual in September, a decision that I had to make really in April Hmm. because I just kept thinking things aren't going to be back to normal. There is no one who's going to feel comfortable getting in a room with a couple hundred people. Sadly, I was correct. So so yes, now we're virtual. Um, At the time you go from we just plug everything in that we had before and then bam, there's a pandemic. So now we're doing virtual. It's it's very exciting. It's very challenging at first just to switch gears. But people have been receptive and supportive to it. So we're lucky. Is there an advantage now because you can have more CF patients involved? You don't have to worry about keeping them physically distant, socially distant, wearing masks and all that. If you're all over Zoom or whatever the video platform is, I'd imagine you can have more people and more interaction. Yeah, that's the great thing. This is what the blessing of 2020 is, is now we can get CF people in the same room, so to speak, because now our friends with CF from California and Ireland and all over the world can really get together. So from this time forward, we will never just be in a room. We will always, even when we can get back in a room with people, we will always have a virtual aspect. Um, This is just wonderful. Our speakers are, you know, in New York, they were going to fly in, they can't, but they can still participate. So it's really, I think, going to be the new thing for everyone is that yes, you can, you know, have something physically in a building eventually when we get back to our new normal, but you can also have a virtual aspect to it. So it's really turned out to be a good thing for us. Okay, so the event is the Night of Hope. It is Saturday, September 26th. Tell me about the event and what people will experience and can see at this event. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're making it short and sweet, so you're going to leave wanting more. It's an hour and a half. We have celebrity bartenders. We're going to be mixing up a drink. When you buy your ticket, you get a CF Tribe signature drink. So we're going to have fun. It's like a light purple because that's the CF color. And then we have speakers and we're going to talk about the Bonnell Foundation and who we've helped. We have performers. Um, Everyone in Michigan knows Jill Jack and Bob Mervak. They're going to perform. And then we have people from around the country as well. We have Karay, Queen Kwong Calloway, and she's performing. She usually tours in the UK, but she is from this area. So we're really excited to have her. And Ashley Balu Banuma, she also has her own foundation that helps people learn to sing with cystic fibrosis. But she was um, just on the national stage singing with uh, 17,000 other people in a performance. So we're really, really glad that she's going to be with us as well. And so many 
celebrities popping in throughout the event. So it's going to be a lot of fun and the silent auction people can do up until the event. And we also have a live auction as well. What kind of items are going to be in the silent and live auctions? Well, one of the biggest things that people are excited about is we geared it toward the pandemic. Okay. So we have a camping tent and a fire pit and lanterns and marshmallows and just sleeping bags and This is just one, but it's just this huge camping gear that people can bid on because you can either put your kids in the backyard or maybe you're going somewhere safely outside that you can go and attend and and hang out safely with friends. So that's a big one that people are excited about. And we also have two artists. One is Dylan Mortimer. He has cystic fibrosis and has had two double lung transplants. His work is beautiful. And it shows what cells look like. And he uses glitter and everything. And he has huge, massive sculptures. And he has smaller ones. And then my mom, Lois Teicher, she's um, well-known here in Detroit, does sculpture. And she has another sculpture that she's doing all sorts of things. Um, We have some virtual Zoom events that people can do with food, getting a Thai class with my sister-in-law, who is from Thailand. And she'll... You know, if you bid on that, then you can have your one-on-one cooking section with her and she'll show you how to make three meals. So it's really a lot of fun things. So I mentioned at the beginning, your two daughters have cystic fibrosis and one is overseas right now. Is that correct? Right. Molly and Emily. uh, Molly is 25. She is overseas in London, England. She got her master's degree um, and dealing with the pandemic. That's been interesting and great perspective from her. She'll be joining the event from jolly old England. She is. She will be. Absolutely. As will Emily, who doesn't live far from us right now. She's in Metro Detroit. So both the girls will be in on it. And they're so funny. I've got to imagine, you know, this is something that, you know, you didn't know much about when you were younger, I'm sure. And then you get married and you have two kids. And with it being a recessive gene, there's a one in four chance that someone is going to have it. And it ended up that both of your daughters have it. I've got to imagine that it's been really rewarding for you to get so involved with this and see where things have gone with the science of cystic fibrosis in the last couple decades. I would absolutely agree. It is like I've told my girls, the foundation is definitely therapy for me. I feel like I get more out of it than I give. Um, It's been wonderful to work with parents and other CF patients. And the science of it, we advocate constantly and we go and speak to the FDA about fast tracking, which is another thing. This COVID is our language. Mm -hmm. We understand phase three trials. We understand fast tracking. And it was hugely thankful to the rare disease community, which includes the cystic fibrosis community, that the COVID drugs will be fast tracked thanks to the work of these rare disease groups who are like, hey, you know, once they get through the phase three by the pharmaceutical companies and it's approved and it's checked and it's safe, we need the FDA to get it out faster. And so it's been wonderful um, having a relationship with them and seeing how that works. And also just learning about all the drugs that are out there and all the different therapies and, and everything that's up and coming. It's very encouraging and very exciting. I think what's fascinating, Laura, is that The cystic fibrosis community in a lot of ways has laid some of the groundwork for how we're all dealing with COVID. It all kind of comes together. So if somebody wants more information about the event, uh, one more time, the date and time for the event. 
The, it's Saturday, September 26th from 7 until 8.30, and you can purchase a ticket at thebonnellfoundation.org. Also, some great resources on the website there for uh, learning about cystic fibrosis and how you can help battle this just awful disease. We're going to link to that website in the show notes. Laura Bonnell from the Bonnell Foundation, thanks so much for your time on Michigan Motors Forward today. Thanks, John. appreciate it. Michigan Motors Forward is produced by Jag and Detroit Podcasts in partnership with Tanner Friedman Strategic Communications. Subscribe for free on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever fine podcasts are found.